This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 central, at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca OG. Hope you enjoy the show. recording going we got everybody here we got our first guest in the building this is a very very big honor to have you we'll introduce you here in a minute um so first thing we want to start off with obviously big big news we got brooks's birthday just happened happy 30th man very happy for you you. very very happy thank you you. (laughs) Um, 30s man crazy just so just so everybody knows that 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 fourth voice you're hearing we have kelsey johnson in the building uh, many of you have heard of, heard of him or heard about him in Lubbock. He's been living and, and basically uh, running this city for, for a very long time. Uh, no, just in, in some fashion or form, at some point or another, I feel like everybody's come across you. Literally anybody that I add on Facebook or Instagram or anything else, they're like, also friends with Kelsey Johnson. Like, oh, of course, of course they know him. But happy He's to well have connected. you on the show, man. Absolutely yeah, happy to thanks, have you on thanks, the show. Um, so real quick, we're going to do a quick uh, social media shout out. Obviously, if you can, follow the Twitter show or the, the show on Twitter at tailgate t- underscore talks. We're also on Instagram and on Facebook and on YouTube. I forgot to mention this to you guys. I have actually now uh, created a separate YouTube channel to post the videos for just just for the just for the show. Um also, if you want to take a look at our own personal Twitter accounts, we are at uh, Dustin. You can find him at Dustin Wimmer 22 Brooks. You can find him at Calvin B. Barrett. And me, you can find me at Blanca, where the L is a one. Uh, Kelsey, did you want to plug your own Twitter, or do you want to, do you want to plug your uh, Jay Salsa Company Twitter? All of it. Uh, I, don't, I don't have Jay Salsa Company Twitter yet. Okay. But, uh... Kelsey Wayne eighty seven, but I, I don't I don't do a lot on Twitter. <laughs> Either way, it makes if, an appearance every now and then. If people yeah. want to find I, you, I really or if people want to call you out on, on some some horrible take, we we don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see. They can come find you. Hey, I'm good with that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Also, last part that I do want to remind everybody about: we had the shot bet votes. If you cast a vote last week and you ended up losing, send us in a video. We actually started working on the t-shirts today, so those are going to be coming out. And we're going to be assigning, or not assigning, we're going to be uh, giving those to to random shot bet videos that we like, or random shot bet, uh, shot bet video winners. So, get those posted, send those back to us. Uh, Dustin, how many people do you think we had for that? I didn't look at last week's. Give me a second, and I'll get back to it when we come around to that. <laughs> we didn't have we didn't have as many votes as right. we had the previous week. I yeah. think with Thanksgiving and then the 11 a.m. kick for the Tech game kind of threw off some of the voting. But Twitter wise, we only had 21 for the Texas Tech Oklahoma State game, and I think the majority of people picked Tech, so they were safe on that oh, bet. Oh, they got lucky. And then I think the majority of people picked the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken. So. Uh, so at some point or other 
at some point or another. We would just uh, get those videos in, send them to us whenever you got a chance. Obviously, it's all in fun. It doesn't have to be liquor. It, this is all just kind of a fun way for us to interact with you, a fun way for us to kind of uh, get 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 some some uh, some sort of camaraderie going with the people that are we're, we're referring to as our, our tailgate crashers. Um, but again, we have the shirts in the in the works. Those are going to be coming out soon. And uh, we got our own little our own little swag coming in as well, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Let's just uh, go ahead and jump into it. This is Tailgate Talks Club Red. And here we go. Okay, so. Let's start this off. Obviously, we have our guest speaker today, Kelsey Johnson. Uh, we talked a little bit about him. Um, he's been a personal friend of all of ours uh, at some point or another, roommate to Dustin. We, we, we kind of made the joke last week of sort of roommate to, to Brooks. Yeah. If you can hear Kelsey in the background, he, he's laughing at this comment because uh, Bro- Brooks has been working out of town for, for a number of years now, but will come back in town to hang out and will, was usually, you know, to go out and have some fun and it'd be to, to kind of crash the night over there. So, yep. so <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into today's segment. Uh, we're going to be talking, they're starting this off with Texas tech basketball. Um, good first two games. Third game uh, ha- has me a little worried, but it was against a very good opponent. So it's kind of a little bit of a back and forth. Um, Kelsey, go ahead and kick us off, man. How how are you feeling about these first three games from Texas Tech? Yeah, well, like you said, um, Houston wasn't, I think, what we all hoped or expected necessarily, but they're very good, mm-hmm. man. They're 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 very good. They were better than I thought. Um, overall, extremely athletic, uh, more so than we've ever been. Yeah. Um offensively i think we look pretty confident which is a a little surprising with so many young guys and newcomers i think i think our transfers are as advertised i've been very impressed with mac and and uh, santo silva Mm -hmm. santo silva is a rebounding machine i don't care how big he is yeah um and i i said this in a group message the other day our defense looks like middle season to end of season kind of form already, which is, um, again, pretty exciting for having so many young and new guys. It's an entertain. It's been entertaining to see the new faces becoming the face of, uh, Texas tech basketball. Um, Brooks, how are you feeling about the start opening? How, how do you feel about the start of this season? Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of, that Kelsey said right there, I think after the first two games, I was feeling pretty confident. You know, he put up a hundred in game one, we were at 80 points in game two. Um, And so it kind of came to a crashing stop on Sunday when it seemed like we couldn't score uh, to save our lives. We couldn't hit free throws. We were turning the ball over a lot, but our defense did show up in that second half. I think they went like 0 for 12 down the stretch of that game. They just got, you know, a lot of, calls by the officials to get to the free throw line I thought but um so I pumped the brakes on the offense a little bit but 
I do think Houston is really good mm-hmm. defensively and offensively. They all their strong points are the things that beats a team like ours, right? They hit tough shots. Um, they crash the boards really hard and uh, they were able to make free throws. And, you know, we weren't able to get rebounds. We weren't able to hit our open shots and we couldn't make free throws to save our lives. So mm-hmm. that's the recipe for disaster. But, you know, I liked what I saw in the second half. I liked the fight that we showed. Um, yep. I like what I see from some of our young guys and PV and uh, Tyreek Smith. And then, of course, Mac has just been a lot better than I thought he was going to be. So fun three games to watch. I would love to have that Sunday one back. But yeah, Dustin, uh, um, any, any thoughts, man? Any 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 of your own input? Yeah, I thought the Houston game, we just obviously were against a well-matched opponent and they executed and we just fundamentally weren't there on that that game it came down to making shots like Mm -hmm. easy shots and free throws and turnovers you're not going to be in games if you can't do those basic things and we try to get back into that game second half and then we'd miss two free throws so i'm sure in the last week they've shot a lot of free throws to get that back on track yeah Um, individually i'm really impressed with pv this early i didn't think he would be one starting which that's impressive. And then the production he's had is really good. I mean, he oh, looks yeah. him and yeah. TJ Shannon look like the same dude mm-hmm. out there. And that's kind of scary if I'm another team. Yeah. Petey's my favorite player so far, just what he brings to this team. He's I, see, I, I uh, think he's a little more like McCuller. Um, And we all know what McCuller was for us last year. I, I think PV is a lot like him. He's just, even a little better and a little better of an athlete. Yeah. Some of his moves that he had to get to the rim or around guys uh, against Houston was impressive because that was obviously the more physically gifted team that we played. And he was kind of the reason we stuck around in that game without mm-hmm. PV. I think that's a blowout loss. He, he kind of changed the tempo sometimes uh, made the plays when you needed to uh, needed him to, but no, he was over at the free throw line, which was frustrating. <laughs> I think yeah. this game was a bit of a bit of a tale of two halves. The second half tech team that came out is what we should have been having the entire time. The issue was again that those 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 pull up threes or those hard shots that they were hitting any time they wanted to, and so um, I I don't think this is a disappointing loss. I think that we lost to a very good team. And I think that it, that second half performance, if we're looking at it, I mean, clearly, thirty-four to twenty-seven, you know, we we were, were able to compete with them. So it's not like they're out of our league by any means. Yeah, um, agreed. So I, mean, I, I think if you look back at the end of the year, um, we will end up having a better season than they will, assuming uh, you know everybody stays healthy and that sort of thing. Yeah, and COVID. they're still a good tournament type team, so. Oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. I mean, I think they're projected as like a four seed right now, which is what we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And after watching them, I wouldn't be shocked if they're higher than that, because I, I think they have just the right amount of guys who can hit shots and play inside that they have a good combination of of all that to make a run this year. Yeah. So let's go ahead and kind of move to the second topic that we have here for the tech basketball team. This one hit me by big surprise, considering... uh weren't we trying to get his his brother or his cousin or something like that to join the team as well and yeah, like right. it was some bigger anyways uh 
So Joel and and, and Twambe, I, I always feel like I mess this up. Um, was recently let go, but I there's a bit of shroud of mystery covering this. Do y'all have any information as to exactly why he got let go, and how are you feeling about this departure? Yeah, I'll go to Kelsey on this one. Kelsey, I don't know, <laughs> has the inside <laughs> track here. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't asked that question, even though I I feel like I should. Uh, everything I've heard is that it was he left for personal reasons. It wasn't that he was let go. I, you know, I don't know what to believe. Yeah, uh, they're, they're I think just, it, it comes it was... back to this summer and his brother. He was in Florida working out with his brother all summer, mm-hmm. and didn't he wasn't here on campus or off campus wherever they were practicing um, with the rest of the team, and he didn't get to, with everybody else until right before the semester started. Hmm. So it's kind of like he was one foot in to begin with. And then I guess when the season started, he didn't like what he was getting because of how much competition there is. There's going to yeah. be a lot of minutes spread out. And so I guess yeah, he'd rather I, just I go overseas or G League and maybe make some money and develop that way. It it does have a vibe of him making the decision and not him being removed. Because if he was just to be removed, then I feel like there would have been some sort of press release from Texas Tech on that matter to make sure that if it was something bad that he did or, or whatever, some sort of, some sort of something that he got mixed up in, they would want to clear their name of it, but there was nothing like that. It was kind of, yeah. Beard was very supportive. Beard was, you know, saying that I wish him good luck and wherever he goes after this. So, I mean, he has um, to say that. (laughs) Yeah, he does. But I I think he was kind of one foot in the whole time. So I'm not surprised that he left. I'm surprised of when it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that was that was the shocking part. Yeah. Um, so it was just it was just very like again with all the talk of his brother and whatnot. I'm just surprised after all that work to to try and get his brother here that that we were trying to make that move happen that he just ended up kind of deciding to leave. Understandable. Yeah. Uh, go it, ahead, it's Brooks. so weird to me though because he was here. He sat out a whole year here. He worked. Yeah. Like seemed like he put so much effort into trying to play here, and then you play three games and you just decide to peace out but it was uh, such a big deal anyway sorry uh <laughs> for the do rest of the do you do y'all feel like that's a big loss for us i'm curious on we're, we're deep that's what i was gonna say for the rest of the team and beard i think that's okay this year we have such depth that the minutes he was getting just get distributed to pv agbo and tyreek yeah and those guys get a couple more minutes a game to fill those spots and mm-hmm good for them this this team is built for for having a deep run and so all this does is give those other guys more minutes on the floor the the only thing that's concerning on me is is mcculler right because without if mcculler's hurt for a while and now you're losing tomboy that's two guys that you thought were going to be integral Mm -hmm. pieces of this team this year that aren't going to be with you for the foreseeable future so hopefully mcculler gets back soon but I don't mind those minutes going to Tariq. I think he looked pretty good against Houston. Um, and then Buzo looked pretty good. Uh, baby Buzo or whatever his Twitter handle is. <laughs> I'm not um, sure. So. Um, yeah, I wonder if he uh, if he can keep up shooting the way he's shooting it. That's, yeah. I've been a little surprised so far. That's That was my only worry about Joel leaving was he was one of your, your kind of um guys that you could count on to spread the floor a little bit and hit from the outside but uh, other than that i think what it does is it gives you um 
gives you the opportunity to solidify your rotation earlier yeah. Yeah. than probably would have, which, you know, knowing that Kansas is in two weeks, that's probably not a bad thing. Absolutely. Right. Um, so I guess kind of we touched base on this a little bit, but we're going to kind of continue moving forward. Which players are trending upwards? Which players are trending downwards for us? We talked a little bit about Santa Silva, his, his, his beast mode around the paint. Uh, Matt McClung, Mac McClung doing well. Um, Dustin, take us off on this one. Uh, who do you feel is going up? Who do you feel is going down? Who's who's really starting to stick out to you in this in this squad? I mentioned PV being nice already this early, but I'm surprised with McClung and how much he looks so comfortable doing everything out there. And I bet in his head, he's like, man, this is nice and fun to have a good team around you. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I kept texting you. I was like, it looks so easy for him now that he doesn't have to do everything himself. <laughs> he looks like that guy that can get any shot whenever he wants and late in the shot clock. We'll just give him the ball and say, go shoot it, get something. Oh, yeah. Now, Kelsey, any any kind of any kind of stars or anybody that's disappointing you so far on this roster? Well, I'll just say on McClung, I'm a little surprised. I was worried about him having to take a lot of shots to kind of put up numbers and be effective, but he's been very efficient so far. So yeah. as long as he can keep that up, I mean, yeah, I agree. He's as as advertised. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's kind of too early to, to really say somebody's trending downwards, but I think personally I expected a little more from Namari Burnett early on, just yeah. knowing that he's your first five-star McDonald's All-American. I mean, yeah, I agree. I, I would have thought out of all of your new guy or freshmen that he would have kind of been your, your kind of go-to knowing that we need another ball handler and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. he's just been kind of quiet so far. So and yeah. maybe he's struggling with the fact that there is so much, so many guys and you have to find a role more than just yeah. have the ball and do what you want. Like he probably is used to being since he's like, yeah, an eight. He, yeah he was a very ball dominant in high school. So he may be missing that a little bit. I mean, yeah, he was kind of okay. the main guy. I think I wanted to talk out of these young guys is just, TVs looked like the McDonald's all American guy so far. And Amari didn't look like he belonged on the court and the Houston game. He was just, he came in there and he turned the ball over twice. It just looked like he was trying to figure out what the pace is of these games. So it is too early, but right now I'm, I'm really hoping that he, you know, figures this thing out because we're going to need him. It's, it's very early, but at the same time, if he's a five-star all American, um, uh, or McDonald's all, all American, he's got to be coming in with a little bit of an ego, and so at the same time, he's like he's coming into a very talented roster, but he's got to be coming in thinking he's thinking he's going to be top dog to some extent. Uh, I don't know. I, I, Beard doesn't really go for those type of guys, right? Mm, like you can say the right things. Every, yeah, but from everything that I've seen about him, is he was not that kind of guy. He was the guy who wanted to guard the best player on the other team and really selfish uh selfless guy so uh, i don't really think he i mean you gotta have some sort of ego to be that that good in high school but yeah. i don't know if he was necessarily that like, oh. that bad but just a potential factor other- as i was kind of was kind of listening to y'all talk about it, i was like i mean i wonder if that's kind of factoring into his transition over to a top tier roster uh, i mean uh just a, just a thought that kind of came to mind 
I, I had another guy kind of, kind of trending down for me, and maybe mm. it's not like down, but uh, I've been disappointed with Kyler so far to start the season. I, I haven't seen an improvement from him. Uh, I, I didn't think he was any good at during the Houston game either. I thought he was all over the place. He was not making great decisions, and his shot's not falling for him consistently at the start of this year. So he's another guy that I'm kind of disappointed in. I don't, I just, I don't know. I haven't seen it from him yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think the only thing about Kyler is he's like, without question, your kind of team leader, yeah. probably your locker room guy right now. Um, so it just, it may be, he may be more to this team than we can kind of see. At oh least yeah. I don't question his leadership. I, I I saw a lot of people doing that on Twitter. Now, I don't necessarily question his leadership. I just, you know, some sometimes his, his what he's doing for the team off the court might be better than what he's doing for oh, yeah. on the court. <laughs> um, so taking a look at this, I mean, so what? What? Obviously, some adjustments were made at the halftime of the of the U of H game. But what kind of adjustments do you think we need to make in general for the for the season going forward? Um, Free throws. Free throws. That's one. Oh, I got great coaching right there. That's uh, man. That's it. I don't know. I don't. I don't think Beard's gonna give you the job, but um, I don't know. Kelsey, what what do you think would be the main adjustment here outside of free throws? I guess Dustin stole that one. Yeah, I mean, again, back to you know, we're still only three games in. If you look back to our last couple years, teams, it's taken a while for them to kind of come together, get your rotation right, you know, figure some of those things out. But absolutely free throws, turnovers. I mean, that it doesn't matter who you're playing with. Turnovers are, are kind of unexcusable to have that many. Um, but other than that, once once they kind of figure out that rotation, man, this team I think is going to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, staying healthy, that's going to be the other thing. <laughs> oh, Beard yeah. always coaches these teams we've seen the last few years. To play in late January, February, March. Yeah. Not as worried about the outcome of games in November, December. He wants production on the court. Score not matter as much, but once we get to those January, February, March games, that's what he's coaching for. So he'll make little adjustments as we go and figure it out in a couple months, really. We'll Mm -hmm. see. I think the biggest thing is Houston's like your only good team outside of the Big 12 that you're playing, so – when you have limited chances to impress the uh, tournament folks, uh, it kind of hurts to lose that one. But um, going on from here, it's just fundamental, fundamentals. Wait, <laughs> Free throws, turnovers. To town Saturday. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's a big, big name coming. Um, any, any, any. What, what do you think the spread's going to be on this one? How, how, what, what do you think the the lead's going to be? against Troy. I don't know. I don't know anything about Troy basketball. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> okay, none of us do. So let's say what what? Uh 20 point 20 point win? Yeah, like, I was thinking probably somewhere around there. I I don't think we're going to get any kind of 30 40 point blowouts or anything crazy, but uh I definitely could see like a 20 point victory on this team. I literally know nothing about them. Yeah, I mean, I honestly didn't even know they had basketball. I thought they mm-hmm. might have just been a football school. Who knows? <laughs> no, that's it. They're talking like literally all of their news is about them playing other big teams. <laughs> that's it. It's gonna be that. No, nobody has be that anything. kind of year. You know what? Hey, actually, kind of we talked a little bit about this. I think a week or two ago. So uh, we have all of our predictions out there as far as what we expect out of out of the Texas Tech team. Kelsey, what are you thinking is going to be our 
tournament seed place or tournament seeding, and what do you think will end up being our 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 last game in the in the uh, tournament? Sorry. Didn't it feel so hard to like make predictions in a year like this? Because mm-hmm. it's like yeah, one small thing could happen and everything crashes. Um, but assuming all goes well, we have a full team, we have a full season. Um, a vaccine comes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd say a three seed in the tournament. Um, what, what round? What round do you think we'll get to? That's tough. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm hoping Final Four, considering I already bought a flight to Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow! I'll, I'll go. I'll go elite eight. Okay, I think I think a, a couple of us had elite eight. I think I I said final four. I believe with with a with a bottom two seed. So I think we're gonna get that like eighth spot, but like a barely barely cutting above a, a, a three. Um, I don't. Man. Kelsey's also had the benefit of watching us play while he <laughs> makes these decisions. <laughs> But he probably yeah. thought the same thing before the season started. Yeah, I mean, it, so far, three games hasn't changed my thinking. Yeah. In fact, no. I, I actually feel a little better about things, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Even even though we just came off a pretty poor showing in Houston, um, I'm just surprised at how quickly we kind of adjusted. just look like we meshed pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guys look like they like playing with each other, too. That's always kind of one of the things I look for is who's – you know, got each other's back after they make a good play, kind of what the relationships look like. They seem like they all get along that, that togetherness that, you know, they always preach. It's yeah. a good, it's a good squad. Like, do y'all remember early on last year? Like, uh, well, I guess it was yeah. two, year, two years ago, our, our runner up year, like early on, like I was so mad at like Mooney and oh, yeah. we didn't look like we were very good together. And then just all of a sudden they, figured it out in February and, and you go on this run. I think it's one of my worst takes is I think I said Matt Mooney should quit playing basketball yeah. at one point. Brooks, Brooks, and then he Brooks, comes in and has like the – Brooks has some angry Twitter fingers, man. Brooks has some very angry Twitter fingers. I will he was that. really bad for a stretch. There's no denying that he was really bad during a stretch in that season. Like he was like, why are we playing this guy? I think he yeah. heard you. No, we, Brooks, we know you don't have any patience when it comes to tech sports. Like you want them to be good and be good right this second. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I think that's going to be a good recap, guys, for, for our, our – basketball segment let's go ahead and jump over to the football i got one more thing for kelsey on basketball Ooh, let's hear it um now that we've seen some other big 12 teams play where do you see us falling there i mean texas just won again today i think they're undefeated baylor's looks good kansas being kansas west virginia is supposed to be good where do you see us falling with those guys yeah so i've watched kansas play twice i watched texas a little bit the other night i've yet to see baylor I've yet to see West Virginia. Um, man, I, I was a little mad whenever the coaches picked us to finish fifth. But honestly, like, it wouldn't – I mean, it wouldn't take much for you to finish fourth or fifth um, if those other teams are really as good as they look like. But I would say if I had to pick right now, I'd probably pick third. And that's just, a, you know, yeah, knowing what I know. Yeah. It's not. It's, yeah, not, it's my, not a bad assumption. I think it's gonna. I think we're gonna have an early tell sign with the Kansas game coming up, 
But um, Brooks, what do you what are you what are you feeling, man? I was just gonna say, yeah, I think my initial prediction still is where I'm gonna land, like second or third. I think we have a legit shot at that. Texas always does this where they start the year off like winning these crazy games and then all of a sudden they just trip over themselves several times. Um, Kansas, Kansas will lose some big 12 games this year. They looked good against Kentucky, but um, I just don't know if there's a team that's going to be that dominant this year in the conference. Dude, Shaka with, Smart with has hair. Did y'all see that? Oh, dude. <laughs> that's the weirdest thing. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like if Kelsey grew his hair out for once. Right? <laughs> uh, oh god! I don't think I've ever seen that one. No, I haven't. I don't think I've ever seen you with anything like longer than what your head is right now. No. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. So, quick shout out to to the people in the chat. We got Tex Max with us. We got J Jack with us. Tex Max making sure Dustin doesn't forget that he owes Tailgate Talks a corn dog. We broke a hundred points. There. I forgot. We broke a hundred points. That was the bet we made. One hundred one. I'll get there. Sorry. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's go ahead and jump ahead. We're, we're, we're going to look at the Texas Tech football game. Um, we're going to open this up, recapping the Oklahoma State game that was... Did we break 1,200 yards? What was Just the total? Under. Just yeah, under, right? It was like 1,150 or something like that. Like, I, I don't know where this Texas Tech team has been, but this is our first actual shootout with anybody all season Texas long. Texas was a shootout. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But like not to this degree. This was nuts. The amount of yards people were putting up. Um, so Brooks, take us away, man. Uh, what what did you think about this game outside of the insanity? Uh, just another, you know, another of the long list of frustrating games that leave you feeling hopeless and uh, defeated after it just like, where do we go from here? Another one of those coaching decisions that you can look at and question. Um, I didn't hate it as much as everybody else did, but it just took the, you know, the wrong bounce right into the guy's hands and he took it all the way back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually will give Yost some kudos here. He let the offense whoa! go in the second whoa, half. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's it's not big kudos. It's he's still you talking good about you. Yost, you yes. gave him any kudos just now. Hold yeah, on. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess uh, he actually let our offense play a little bit in the second half, and we started throwing the ball downfield and getting it to our receivers like Ezukama, who's great. Um, instead of just throwing little screen passes to uh, behind the line of scrimmage, just get it downfield and. Uh, there's still a lot of questionable decisions he made. I didn't like some of the runs on third and six or third and seven with not Sir Roderick Thompson. Um, he still had many questionable calls, but he still let us throw the ball around a little bit. And I'll take losing by throwing picks and stuff instead of going three and out every single drive. So um, I don't know. I don't have much. It's just another loss, another hard loss to take, but at least you competed and came back and, had a chance to win the game at the end there. I, I definitely think that that was kind of one of the main points there is that we competed in this game. It didn't feel like we just gave up by the by the second half. Uh, didn't it go exactly how I said it was going to go? I said we were going to be losing by like 17 uh, points. The game was going to be done, and then we're going to make some stupid run that covers I'm the so <laughs> mad about that. I'm so mad about that. I'm still mad about that. Um, Kelsey, what, what, what are your thoughts on this uh, Oklahoma State game, man? 
Yeah, it, a lot like Brooks said, that was an absolute just Texas Tech football game for the last <laughs> eight years to a T. I mean, pretty much. Um, at least we we finally looked like we kind of know what we're doing on offense. The, yeah. the omen that was out there this week is kind of what I thought he was going to do the whole year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was good to finally see that part. I'm always a little more optimistic than most tech fans, or at least more so than Dustin and Brooks for sure. But uh, I mean, there's a reason why uh, why 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 Dustin's favorite thing to yell is punt team. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, we've got a lot coming back on yeah. on offense, and I don't know if Bowman can stay healthy and play more like he did this past Saturday like where do we go from here well I'm not saying we're going to be great but you just feel like we can get back to competing in every game and at least make it somewhat fun again because mm-hmm. it was not for a while that's what I wanted to get your thoughts on Kelsey is I mean you can talk Kansas game if you want but like what's the state of the team and looking forward after Wells two years and his recruiting and what we got coming out I think that what I know, Baron Morton is going to be either kind of the the end of Matt Wells or he's going to kind of be the savior of tech football and Matt Wells' job. Um, Because apparently he's really, really good. I mean, to the point where he may start as a a true freshman. Now, I don't know how, you know, true that is. I didn't hear about this. Okay. He, how do you feel putting Wells' job on a true freshman quarterback? But if to. Bowman's still there next year and has a decent year, and then you could, you know, allow Barron to sit a year and then come in and be good. I mean, I, this offense is – they're young enough, and if they could stick together, I mean, they're good enough to turn this thing into a 7-5, and five, possibly 8-4 and four type season a year, two years from now. Mm. If it happens, obviously Wells is going to keep his job. If it does, do you, do you I, keep Yost, Kelsey, or are you? Do you think that we got to get rid of him after this year? Man, I, I I hate a bunch of his calls probably as much as you do. It just seems a little premature to to fire somebody after two years, but but that's kind of yeah. that, it. it oh, like, what? Where do you go from if you fired him? Where do you go? Who do you go get? Yeah, yeah. that's, that's kind of, makes it difficult. That's kind of where I've landed. Is I, I don't really know what our next best option is, but I mean, if he does call plays like he did in that second half, I'm okay with it. Like the offense does show potential at times where you're like, wow, like oh look what we can do when we actually give our really good players the ball um if he can do more of that i'll be all right i guess with him sticking around another year but he's got to be more consistent i i mean i don't i don't see it regardless of what we want i think he's back next year no question i don't think there's any way anybody lets him go i think wells is a firm believer in his guys because he's been with them for so long so so uh, if let's say this season doesn't like we 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 lose we lose our next game um and we don't get selected for a oh. bowl. Do you think we still? If we lose them? to Kansas at home, mm-hmm. there will be riots in the streets. That's for, what I'm saying. Now. But that with how unpredictable this football team's been all season, 
we've been competing to the level of almost everybody we've played against. We're just playing slightly worse than the level of everybody we're playing against every single time, every week. So it's like, I would not be surprised if, if that does happen. I would be. Do we keep Yost at that point? If you lose to Kansas? Mm-hmm. If you lose to Kansas, Wells isn't going to get fired because you can't fire a coach. Two no, years. He, 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 he's got $9 million, so he's staying. He's, he's got minimum one more year before we make any more moves. So Wells question. If you lose to Kansas, changes will be made. There will be – I mean, Tech fans already want Wells gone, which is just uh, annoying that, because y'all, y'all supported a loser for six, seven years. It's like, come on. Um, but, you know, he'll be here. Uh, but if you lose to Kansas, there will definitely have to be some coordinator changes, I think. Mm-hmm. But I don't see us losing to Kansas. Like, we played down to our p- opponents, but Kansas is horrible. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I- I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to make of it. Um, that we shouldn't. Obviously, they haven't beat a single team. And Oh, wow, look at this. 91.6% chance to win. But I, I-, I do think Yost is the first change, and then Wells will follow. Um, I, I I don't know what to make of it anymore. Honestly, this, this football season is just I I I feel like I'm talking about the Cowboys. But yeah, we better win the Kansas game by a good three touchdowns or more. Yeah, ESPN had an article of like coordinators to watch get fired, mm-hmm. and you know they had us on there, and they had a uh, Patterson, our defensive coordinator, as the guy to watch. And I feel like he's our safer bet to stay because I think our defense has shown improvements. They're not great, but yeah. Oh, I it, it's gonna it's gonna show. Well, next next this next game is not gonna really show much. I don't, obviously, it's gonna be an inferior opponent, but it'll show a little bit as to like the nature of the team. If we do play to the to the competition and we don't beat them by more than two touchdowns, this is gonna be kind of a disappointment of, of a season completely for me um there's there's promises in some players there's promises in some coaches but as a team there i just don't have any confidence in them um so let's go ahead and uh we're gonna go ahead and move on uh let's go ahead and move on to the shot bets with kelsey uh we're gonna kind of take a look at that uh we're gonna have kelsey pick his shot bets on his own and then uh and then we'll we'll have him talk about his company and then uh we'll let we'll we'll bid him farewell um, so shot bets for this week. What we have is this game, uh, with Kansas, we're going to bet on the spread of 27 and a half points. Uh, Kelsey, what's your pick on this? Does Kansas cover or does tech cover? I think I'll take Kansas plus 27 and a half. Okay. So, so, so I, I'm, you know, I'm feeling three touchdowns, 24, maybe something like that. 27 mm-hmm. and a half is just a lot. 11 a.m. pick. Yeah, who knows? You know, who knows what will happen? Okay, no, I was just, I was wondering because that that's a big point spread. It's kind of hard to bet in the opposite direction. We'll 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 talk more a little bit uh, more about that here in a little bit. So the second pick that we want to have for you. So you're taking first one. You're taking Kansas. Yeah. Uh, second shot bet that we have for you to pick on for us: Browns versus Titans. I know we got we got Tex Mex in here. He's a big big Titans fan. Um, five and a half points. Titans. Uh, who do you got? Who do you got for this one? Yeah, Titans all day. Like, okay. Yeah, probably double digit win. I think fourteen point win. No double faith digit. in Baker yeah. and the Browns or what? 
Well, what's their record like? <laughs> eight and three or something they've won yeah. like four the last five but if you go look they played the eagles they played uh jacksonville they, mm-hmm. i mean they played yep. a bunch of crappy teams so um how and how do you stop derrick henry right now good grief you don't i i i think they play almost the same game type though where they're where they're they're running the ball as much as possible and then kind of and then trying to kind of let their qb once their running game gets stopped throw for for wide open passes the difference is Tannehill is uh, actually a competent quarterback and mm-hmm. baker baker's oh. not there yeah yet. if you're if you're comparing the two yeah Tannehill's much better yeah um all right man cool so we got your picks you got you got kansas covering the spread and then you got titans blowing the spread on that one um since kelsey said that i need to go buy some jay salsa says tex-mex all right, that's good. That's right. That's some good support right there. All right, man. So let, let, let's let's uh. Thanks for the transition there. Actually, let's go ahead and discuss yeah. this a little bit. Um, Jay Salsa, uh, you've been working with them for how long now? Uh, we started about six months ago. So okay. it was like in April, I think, or um, May. Yeah, May. Cool. Uh, so so this is a very very young company. Y'all are doing extremely well. Uh, what made you decide to get into this business? Well, I've, I've had the idea for a long time. Um, it's my mom's recipe. It's about 25 years old or so. I mean, she's been making it most of my life and, um, we just never really had the time to do it, but we were working from home during COVID and, um, just had a little extra time on our hands. I was like, you know what, if we're ever going to do it, like now is the time. I mean, um, so literally just took off and it took off. That's amazing, dude. I've seen the photos. I've seen the shelves cleared at, at Market Street. I'm uh, I'm honestly just so excited and proud of you for this, man. Like, yeah, appreciate it. Uh, it it's it's been phenomenal yeah. to see it. Literally, this stuff has been clearing the shelves at Market Street. Uh, where where else are y'all selling this at now? Yeah, so it's it's just all of the stores that United runs. So okay. it's Amigos, United Supermarkets, Market Streets. Um, and then in New Mexico, Albertson's markets. Oh, no way. Y'all are spreading out there now. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it's not, not Albertson's, but Albertson's markets yeah. is run by United. So, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but still, st- still getting out there. That's awesome. Um, uh, 95 stores. That's huge. Yeah. That is huge. Um, looking at this, what has been the biggest challenge so far with, with growing this company? Um, early on, it was when we were still making salsa and trying to get the business off and running, it was just trying to keep up with the orders and yeah. keep up with production. I mean, we, we were swimming in salsa basically. Um, but now that we have a co-packer and we're picking up, you know, 400 cases at a time, um, man, it's, it's been hard just to kind of stay patient with it. And because we've had so much success early on, mm-hmm. it's like, I, I'm trying to continue at that pace when I know that I, mm-hmm. that I shouldn't, and I need to just kind of, you know, take it easy and breathe and just kind of, you know, keep working yes. it, like working it and letting it go. So get your footing a bit. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's good. But, but success is like that though. So, I mean, you, you got to ride it a little bit, but at the same time, it, it, it takes work. Yeah. Like, so the, the 98th and Quaker, which is what I call the main market street here in Lubbock. Um, 
they sold 480 jars in the first 12 days it was on the shelf. <laughs> like from all accounts, I mean, like the manager is a buddy of ours and the guy that, that got us into United. I mean, he, he said, like, I don't have a product in any of the salsas, condiments, spices uh, that sells at that kind of rate. And so that just got me like so pumped that I'm trying to figure out how do I keep selling 480 jars mm-hmm. right. for 12 days and how do I get these other stores to kind of get on that pace? And I know that I can't do that right away, but that's kind of been my, kind of been my challenge. Nah, man. Screw Pecane, man. We're, we're taking, you're taking it over. <laughs> Screw them. <laughs> so, I was going to ask, uh, has this gone like, like you expected or is it going way better than you expected so far? I don't know that it's gone any better than I expected, but certainly a lot quicker than I expected. Um, I mean, you guys have had the salsa, like it's good. Yeah. I'm not trying to like toot our horn, but it's good. It's really so good. I knew, I knew at some point like people would catch on and they would like to have a salsa on the shelf like that, just because it's a little bit different than anything you can buy. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is. That's kind of what sets us apart. Um, but yeah, to take off like this in six months and to be in 95 stores, um, certainly didn't expect that. No, it's been phenomenal to watch the growth of this thing. And I, I, I didn't know it was that recent. I thought you just kind of had this little side project and it just started blowing up. That's extremely impressive. And what has it been? Uh, seven months now? Yeah, since, seven months. Since y'all got started? That's epic. That's an epic amount of growth that y'all are experiencing. Um. So going into 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 next year, what 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 can what can we expect to see out of Jay Salsa? What 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 is your projections for the for twenty twenty one? Well, so right now we have an exclusive agreement with United, and so that's the only like main chain we can sell to. Um, that will end in April, and so then we can expand into some other markets and to some other stores. Mm-hmm. So like H E B called us; they no kidding. Us us yeah so um we'll we'll be talking to them here in the spring to kind of get that rolling here in lubbock to start um but we're working on some other chains uh in like the north texas area or central texas area just to kind of spread that direction um and then united will be adding so right now we just have our original salsa on the shelf but we have a hot version and they'll be adding that um what they told me the other day was right after the first of the year. So I don't have an exact date, but cool. How hot is this hot salsa? Cause I know how your heat tolerance is. It's really not, (laughs) uh, (laughs) it's really not that hot, but man, I'm, I'm telling you. So it's basically the same recipe. We just add serranos to kind of kick it up a little bit. And the flavor of those serranos just, it's just, it's really good. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know any other way to say that. And I always tell people, I'm like, I don't know. It's just dang good. It's good. <laughs> no, I got no, that. It's, really it's, it's not terribly hot. In fact, some people have said the original is hotter than the hot, which I don't think, but maybe it's just the way that they eat peppers. Mm. It, it might be just like a different palate. Um, yeah. So is this only available at super at supermarkets or can you order, order the salsa individually on your own? Cause I live way down here in South of Houston and the only time I've ever had to, had a chance to have any of it is over at Dustin's house for whenever we were over there to watch a football game. So yeah, so, yeah, we've got a website, jsalsacompany.com. You, we can ship anywhere in the U.S. Um, you know, shipping glass jars of salsa that weighs a little bit is not the most 
cost effective way to do it but we can ship anywhere in the u.s for like 12 bucks which isn't terrible no uh, let's see i think i see that here in the shop cool no i was very curious about that just because like i said i i the only chance that i really get to get any of it is whenever i come visit lubbock so whenever i go either visit my girlfriend or come uh come see these yeah. two uh but the only chance that i've had to had it have it was over at dustin's and I, I will attest to this everybody listening the sauce is amazing it's 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 it tastes fresh on every bite and at the same time you're not tasting the same preservative loaded picante salsa like you would like that like your mom buys from walmart randomly so amazing yeah, stuff and, man. That, and that really is yeah i mentioned it a while ago but that really is what's different about ours is we spend it costs us more to produce ours because we spend a lot of money on fresh cilantro fresh jalapenos mm-hmm. uh, because we want people to taste fresh even though it's been cooked yeah uh, so that really is the difference and that's why it, when you go buy it on the shelves it's one of the more expensive salsas but mm-hmm. you know it, we believe you get what you pay for and if you want pace, go eat pace. But if you want yeah. salsa, go eat Jay's salsa. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, cool, man. I I, I know I can. I, I don't. I don't need to speak on the behalf of these two, but I I can. I can guarantee you, they feel the same way. We're all extremely excited for you with this with this business venture of yours. Yeah. And extremely excited to see where it's going to take you. Uh, kudos to that, man. I'm very very happy for you to to how this is growing yeah. for you, man. Um, guys, thank you guys for uh, getting this podcast off and running. It's working. It's it's. Thanks for coming on. It was uh, uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun. I think I don't know, Brooks. Yeah, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Also, business like it's just a fun little like side project, you know. Like it's not like I still have a real job and I still have a real life, but um, just a lot of fun to work on on the side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it's definitely something that it gives me you know something to look forward to every week on Wednesdays. I know. We're going to be right. talking some sports with uh, two of my great friends. And, you know, other than that, I'm, you know, spend a lot of time just watching sports and trying to figure out things to talk about. So, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's been, it's been a ton of fun with, with the, with the just kind of side project. It, 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 as Brooks said, it's something to do every week, but it's something to kind of uh, keep your time busy. And, and especially right now, whenever you got to kind of watch everything that you're doing, you can't just, freely go hang out in a crowd of 300 people anymore. You like we used to do at Chimmy's where it'd be literally jam packed elbow to elbow. Now we got to kind of think about it a little bit and, you know, think about who, who else's life we're going to impact. So having these side projects, your salsa company taken off us having fun with this podcast. It's, it's a, it's a good time filler while we're still kind of uncertain with what we can be doing right now. Um, cool. And any other, any last shout outs, anything you want to mention, um, to, to anybody listening out there, Kelsey, before, uh, before we bid you farewell. No, I'm good guys. I appreciate y'all having me on and, uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, um, convince my famous brother-in-law, Chris level to hop on with you guys one day. <laughs> he, he probably can't spend an hour like I did, but you know, he might, he might give you a few minutes of his time. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll cool. find a way to make it shorter. We'll find a way to make it shorter. Well, man, it was great seeing you. Uh, we need to catch up soon. I, I'll, I'll be coming yeah. up there through Christmas, so if you got some free time, let's try and schedule something. But yeah, let's do it. Then, thank- then you can pick up some salsa, and and oh. you won't have to, uh, you know, pay shipping. Trust me, yeah. okay, I, I'm, I'm taking a case home. I'm taking a case home. But this is this is for after I get done chugging the case. Yeah. Um. All right, man. Well, 
Awesome to have you. Thank you very much for coming on the show with us. Thank you for being our very first guest ever on the show. And uh, hopefully you had a good time. Hopefully you got to have some fun, talk some sports, hang out with us. Um, yeah. Now go get dinner. <laughs> <laughs> You're free. You're free. We, we, we appreciate you, man. Yeah, thanks, Kelsey. Appreciate it. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to move on. Uh, we're going to move on to our shot bets portion of the show. We're, we're going to place our thoughts and opinions on the Texas Tech-Kansas game and on this uh, ugh, Browns and, oh my gosh, I'm blanking, Browns-Titans game. Uh, we're going to go ahead and place our bets on those games. And um, here it is. Recap last week. Yeah, recap. Well, that'll be a little bit afterwards. We're going to do the shots first and then we'll we'll jump into oh we do have the other shots too i was thinking recap last week's football play the music i'm going <laughs> we've been doing squats body on the block take off every top time to pump it up drink until we drop then take another shot we don't give a fuck now take it from the cut it so we don't lose it <laughs> so tailgate talk shot bets we're gonna take a look uh, at um we're going to make our pick pick on the Kansas-Texas Tech game. But uh, before we do that, let's go ahead and recap our shot bets from last week. Uh, we picked the Texas Tech versus Oklahoma State to bet on. We bet on the spread. So Oklahoma State by 10.5 points, where Brooks made his comment of, look at this, Texas Tech is going to be down by 17 and then score one more touchdown in the last minute. And sure enough, we got Prophet Brooks over here being right again. Uh, Except we, we, we came back even harder because they got a safety, so it was 19. So we had to score twice to do it, and we did that. They still Come did on. it. So, <laughs> it's, it's so I, – I, I need you to just start buying lottery tickets for the three of us, man, and then just we, we'll, we'll split the pot because at the rate yeah, that you're going – Yeah, but the problem is – I picked Oklahoma State, so – But you but you made the right – you still called the game how – like – if you would have done what you th- what you said you thought was going to happen, you would have been right. I know, but you bet. But but you followed me and Dustin on this one, and yeah. <laughs> well, oh, we followed Brooks. He went first. Yeah, he did. But mm. it, I, I I don't know. As soon as he Dustin's said that comment, bringing me down into the gutter with him. Yeah, <laughs> at least I'm bringing y'all down with me. Oh man. Um. So we all took Oklahoma State on this one. We thought they were going to be ahead by by. 15 points, something like that. Sure enough, they come back. They ended up winning that game. Or, uh, Oklahoma State ended up winning that game, but Texas Tech covers the spread. There goes Brooks with his, with his shot better than I'd owed. Cheers to you, brother. Um, so, oh, let's see. Tex-Mex had to order some salsa and a hat. There you go. Or about to order some. Yeah, dude, they got, they got some sweet little merchandise over there. I was just looking at that. Um, yeah, those hats are cool. They're cool. I'm digging them. Uh, so that was our first shot bet. Um, our second one was the Washington football team versus the Cowboys with, uh, with, uh, three point spread in the Cowboys favor. I took the football team and, uh, Brooks and Dustin ended up taking the Cowboys on this one. If I'm not mistaken, right? You are correct. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought last week for the Cowboys was a bit of a was a bit of a uh, a flex that I didn't think they were capable of, and once this game happened, I I mean we were all tweeting through it. So if y'all didn't get a chance to catch that, we we're going 
back and forth with quite a bit of heat on this one. Um, and if uh, you didn't catch it, I took my shot after that terrible game, and I posted it on Twitter. <laughs> so that shot bet debt has been paid. Oh man! You know, so, you want to know the funny thing about that shot bet? Uh, what happened? So I did my video, and I was covering up the mic, so you couldn't hear anything that I said. Oh, really? On the video, so I did it twice. <laughs> Bro, we're, we're having some issues with your audio for some reason. <laughs> That's the second Bad. time. That's just the 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 podcast gods are no, i was just us. covering up the i was just covering up the mic when i was recording myself <laughs> i might have had one too many drinks on thanksgiving just mm. but it's fine we, we we counted one as a shot bet so those were those were last week's again guys if you're listening send us in the videos if you if you if you bet on the cowboys last week which i know we got plenty of you cowboys fans out here thinking that we were going to stop the washington football team um send us in your videos uh, we we want to kind of we want to see see your shot. Do it paid. like you're running. Pretend like you're running a fake punt or something, and then take a shot bet during the play or something like that. <laughs> he's, he's bitter. That was such a <laughs> dumb play. All right. So looking at this week, uh, I went one and one. Brooks and Dustin. Uh, <laughs> well, Brooks went zero oh and two. Dustin is on an impressive losing streak. I didn't realize this part. 0-8. You're looking like the Kansas City Jayhawks football team. Haven't won in four weeks. <laughs> a winless November for oh, us. <laughs> yeah, that's a full month of like not getting a single call right. Oh, man. Yeah. All, right, all right, this is the week, man. This is where you're going to turn change it around. It up. This is the week. New, 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 new month, new week. Changed up. Episode 8. This is second month. It's so going into the third. We're going to chase this up for you. Um, so just real quick on the total. Uh, I still owe four Dustin owes six, but I think you took one. No, I don't know. Maybe that was one of the old ones. Okay. I took those, the two last week to catch up on the two before. And then, uh, Brooks owes one, but he just took that on the stream. So he is, uh, or on the recording. So he is back down to zero. Um, all right. So that's going to be it for the shot bets portion. Um, we need to make our pick on the Kansas and Texas Tech game. So, looking at that, Brooks, go ahead and take take the lead on this one. 27 and a half point game. Okay, you know what? Here, now let, let, let's, let, let's let Dustin go first on this one. Yes! Because I feel like he's going to pick the right one this week. You can't go 0-9. You cannot go 0-9. It's impossible. It, it, like, even a blind squirrel will find a nut, and Dustin can pick the right team. 27 and a half points, Texas Tech. Versus Kansas, what is your shot bet for this game? Going with Texas Tech to cover, win by twenty-eight or more. Let's go. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, Thank God, I'm going with Kansas. <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with Brooks on this one. I I don't. Fine. Y'all be that way. No face. I was going. I was. I was going to go Kansas the whole time, but if doesn't say Kansas, I was going to go with Tech. <laughs> Tex Max said, "Here comes zero and nine. All right. So, so on, on the on the Kansas Texas Tech game, me and Brooks picking Kansas to to cover this spread of twenty seven and a half points, and Dustin thinks Texas Tech is going to outscore them by that. <laughs> 
I really want to just go with the momentum from last game. That was good offense. We're playing one of the worst teams in all of college football in the last like 10 years. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, just wanting them to go out on a high note. Yeah. I'm going with the tech. Okay. I mean, that's going to be shot number seven. Brooks probably okay. doesn't even think Yost can score 28 points. I don't. Oh, I, I think I think he can. I, I debated this one quite a while because I, I do think we can win this one by more than 28. I just I haven't seen us beat up on a team in so long. I just don't know if we can do that or not. We so. haven't all season. What was the first team? We, yeah. Houston Baptist? We beat them by two. Yeah, dude. They but were we're going to do that to a Big 12 team? We're going to beat a Big 12 team by 30? I don't, I don't see it. Anyway, it, it, Kansas is calling calling Kansas a Big Twelve team is I know, but um, like, but, but too it, much. <laughs> it, I I know it's a stretch, but it's just it, it's still a D one Big Twelve team, and even though they're terrible right now, thirty points is just huge. I don't know Vegas. Vegas knows what they're doing, but still, that's a big spread. All right, so um, that's gonna be our first shot bet. We'll we'll talk about our second shot bet here in a little bit. I'm pretty sure Tex-Mex is going to want to join in on the Browns-Titans bet with us. Um, let's go ahead and jump to the the cleanup. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, this last week in football. Uh, we're going to kind of try and rush through this one a little bit. We're on like the, Derrick uh, Henry through whatever defense. <laughs> oh, every yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna rush through this like Derrick Henry. I like it. That was a good one. Um, and we're already at the hour mark on the show, so we're going to kind of try and try and get uh, get our takes on football last week and uh, talk a little bit about next week's football, and then we're going to close out the show after that. Um, so to start this off, Derrick Henry, um, same monster that he's been every year, but this last week, uh, Dustin, what did you see out of him that you liked, man? I see some big nods from your direction. It's Derrick Henry season. Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, he loads up on a lot of turkey and stuffing and then and just, just runs it down your face. <laughs> and he never stops until they get beat in like AFC championship. So, yeah, good luck if you're playing them. Because um, you got to play him for four quarters and it's, it sucks. It's, sure. it's not easy for any team playing against the Titans because of him. I, I like... He opens it up for Tannehill, and that's it. That's their entire game plan. Is 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 how much how much can Derrick Henry punish the other team? They're just uh, a bunch of bullies because AJ Brown's a bully too. He's a massive wide receiver, and he just likes to run people over too. Mm -hmm. That's just their whole team mentality, and uh, that's their coach also. Like that's just what they want to do is just run it through your face. Brooks, any any quick takes on on that on this uh, Tennessee Titans and the current state with Derrick Henry? Uh, yeah, just thank you, Derrick Henry, for your 40 fantasy points. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to be my fantasy MVP of the week, and then the Chiefs played, and then Tyreek Hill stepped up. So, But, hey, oh, man. yeah, he had like 170 rush yards, three touchdowns. That's a pretty good day, so That's I'll take sick. it. Thanks. Thank you, Derrick Henry. All right. So I, I I do think that's kind of the state of the Titans is that is is whatever, whatever Derrick Henry is putting up is whatever the team puts up. Um, so let's move on. Next game, uh, Chiefs Bucks, a little bit of a disappointment. Um, on the Brady side of it, we got everything we expected out of uh, out of Mahomes and 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 the Chiefs. Um, but Brady was taking a little bit too long to get going. Uh, that first half of theirs was not a very pretty first half. I, I sat and watched this entire game. Um. 
Dustin, you're you're the big Brady fan out of the th- or the biggest Brady fan out of the three of us. What is the issue with this Bucks team? I think it's a Bruce Arians Byron Leftwich problem and their play calling. They're play calling for the system rather than for the quarterback and the mm-hmm. players. Yep. Um they have basically like they just took the game cards from last year, said, All right, we'll use that. Here's what we're running. Yep. Insert quarterback here. Um, so I think it's an issue of calling what Arian's system is rather than what Tom is good at. Yeah. Um, Brooks, any input on this game, man? Like Derek Henry. Thank you, Tyreek Hill. He, <laughs> he was, he was on pace for 800 yards in the first quarter. He had 200 yards receiving in the first quarter. It, it was just, uh, I mean, yeah. the fact that the Bucks came back and made that a close game is pretty good because it just seemed like it was going to be a repeat of that saints uh saints bucks game from a few weeks ago yeah just the way the chiefs were marching down the field Tariq was open every single play but and they came back poor cornerback that they were like yeah "Yeah, guard tyree kill on your own (laughs) they kept the hell they they torched him twice and then embarrassed the safety that was oh man all right very kill literally did a backflip to score uh, a touchdown during a professional did, football game. Did y'all see that little catch and turn and then like like he yeah. was facing towards Yeah, did a backflip in the football then, game. No, uh but the catch that he did though. He turned, caught yeah. it with his chest and still had time to turn around and go running. Like that's how bad he got burned. Amazing. Oh man. All right. So, story of this game, Mahomes Mahomes and company still looking amazing. Uh Second half, they need to kind of they need to kind of keep the pressure up, um, if they're gonna want to continue this run that they're on. Which I don't want to talk it down at all. Ten and one, and they're looking still like the Super Bowl favorite, and and and, and I'm pretty sure most people's opinion the 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 favorite to win the Super Bowl itself. But um, they need to keep that um, that 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 foot on the pedal mentality, and I think that like they were blowing out. Tom Brady in the first quarter that they kind of like, we're like, all right, we're good. Let's kind of chill out a bit. And then Tom Brady does what Tom Brady does, which is continue playing well through quarters. What you got, Dustin? I have breaking news. Oh, okay. Um, Houston has traded Russell Westbrook for John Wall and a first round pick. Oh my God. We talked about that. Like They are the what, same player. And you just gave up a first round pick. What are you doing? Houston, John Wall and DeMarcus cousins. We H-Town. gave, wait, we gave them Kentucky a first round. Or... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> we gave away a first round pick for John Wall. No, you got one. Oh, we got one. And John Wall. That's a, yeah. that's not bad. I take that trade. Okay. This season's shocked. I, this season's Wall. shocked. I'm not worried John. about it. I'm Wall. not, I'm not worried about this season anymore. Honestly, because Boogie Cousins is so injury riddled, he's a great player, and, and I'll say it a thousand times over: he is a phenomenal player. I don't like injury prone players and putting stock into them. But getting John Wall and getting a first round pick, not a bad move. I don't Anyways, mind that at all. Just wanted to chime in with that. Okay, no, nice. oh, no, it's a good. That was, I, oh, good lord. One look. bad contract for another bad contract. That's basically it. I don't know. I don't know. Our, our, One bull in a china shop for another bull in a china shop. So so now we're going to have injured for the last two years. <laughs> so we're going to end up with Harden. We're going to end up with Boogie. You now have. And we're going to now end have up two with John players. Wall. You now have two players in John Wall and um, Boogie Cousins who haven't played 
a full <laughs> season in like three years. So that's oh, good lord. Promising. <laughs> All right, back back to the uh, whoop. Back to the, back to the uh, yeah football. Um, I guess we can talk a little bit about the the K Triple L Lift Kingsbury action over here. It's five L's on there. It's five <laughs> for every loss that he has this year. Five losses is not that bad. All right, <laughs> Brooks, go ahead and take the helm on this one, man. Why why are you so focused on these L's? I don't know. He keeps losing to teams that he, he should beat. Mm-hmm. Um, Seahawks know, Patriots. isn't bad. Patriots uh, Seahawks won. isn't bad. Patriots bad. Dolphins, you probably should have beat the Dolphins mm-hmm. at home. Um, he lost to some other teams in there. I'm not going to go through their whole schedule. But yeah. I, I think it's apparent, you know, he's not the greatest head coach. Uh, he, he does make a lot of questionable decisions that get this team beat. He, he has a pretty solid squad. Like, their defense plays pretty good. You've got Kyler. you got a really good offense. But mm-hmm. um, it oh. just if it comes down to coaching decisions and stuff like that, he's clearly, like, the furthest behind in his own division. Like, his own division is stacked with coaches. So, Oh, yeah. Um, but, I don't know, anytime he loses to an inferior team, it's funny. And then, of course, it being, you know, Bill Belichick's going to outcoach him. Yeah. Going to run circles around him coaching-wise. But I'm pretty still, sure that's just... kind of what happened here. <laughs> Yeah, they've really come down to earth in the last month. They're a hill mary away from four yeah. straight losses. Oh yeah. So yep. they, they, we'll the, see what one they of do the, the last luckiest bit. hail marys of all time, in my opinion. I, I mean, again, throwing it up to one of my favorite receivers of all time. No bias. Yeah. Uh, but they've got a they've got a difficult schedule at the end here. They play the Rams twice, and the Rams have a really good defense. They play the 49ers, who are always just still going to be a tough team to play, and mm-hmm. so. Um, what seemed like a team that was on pace to make the playoffs is kind of teetering on the edge of that now. So yeah, yeah they're 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 flirting with a uh, with a with a wild card spot at this point. There there's no chance that they take that division. Um, yeah. uh, all right, so I think that's gonna wrap up our cleanup of last week's sports. Um, let's go ahead and take a look at the week thirteen preview of all of the phenomenal games that we have in the NFL next week. Um. <laughs> I see the the papers flipping and stuff. It, the, it next does. week's next week's football week is just kind of boring, man. Um, do we want to start off with Dustin's stat? We do have Dustin. Oh, it was Carolina Panthers yeah. related? All right, man. What it do you is, got for us? What do you got for it's us? It's about last week. So to finish up last week, Ooh. the uh, Carolina Panthers Minnesota Vikings game. Okay, had this crazy couple set of plays. Jeremy Chin, their safety, had back to back. Offensive plays where he had a scoop and score, fumble recovery for a touchdown. That's only happened one other time in a game in NFL history. That was in 1948. Oh. Everything I looked for said that might be the first time that that's ever happened in the NFL, like scoop and score back-to-back mm-hmm. offensive plays um, for the same player. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought Wait. I was like – I thought ESPN was tripping out when I saw that. And it was like, wait, wasn't that the exact same play? And it was like, no, it was just two different was, times that it happened. <laughs> I yeah. can't believe that. It was that. pretty wild. couple set of plays, and he was just right spot, right time, and scoop and scored back-to-back plays. <laughs> Still lost, though. Oh, man. Kingsbury, uh, text message saying, Kingsbury will find a way to lose to the Giants by one possession. Uh, the final regular season 
game of fantasy. Hope hope Brooks doesn't bust. <laughs> All right, you 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 got some. I don't know if we're gonna call it as trash talk, but that feels trash talky. You gonna take that, Brooks? I mean, fantasy football is a joke this season, anyway. So. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, I had to man. play a guy on oh, Wednesday freaking afternoon football. What the hell is that? I love some Wednesday afternoon football. We finally finished the, the games today. Oh, man. All right. And that affects next week because now the, the Cowboys-Ravens were supposed to play tomorrow. And now they have to play next Tuesday. It's so weird this year. So the Cowboys basically got like two weeks off in between games. They almost got like an extra bye week yeah. in there. Okay. It's I like think a- there's like three Monday night games this this week. There's like yeah. three Monday night football games. Who does it say? Hold on, hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I think there's like three or there's two Tuesday night. I, I don't know because Tuesday's Cowboys Ravens. The uh, Cowboys uh, uh, Ravens and Pittsburgh just got done. Uh, Pittsburgh yeah. stays undefeated. Yeah, we got three Monday Monday night games. Ravens. Oh, no, no, no. Two, two, two. It's right here. Okay. Washington. Yeah, Ravens and is Tuesday. Then, yeah, it's Tuesday. It's such a weird schedule. Anyways, um, I mean, I, I, I don't want to knock it too much because at least we got football. But it's, yeah. it's weird. It's weird. Um, So, Saints-Falcons, a little bit of something to look into. Division game there, but Saints are probably going to roll over that one. Yeah. Bears-Lions, nobody cares. Bengals-Dolphins, nope, nope. Colts Texans might be interesting because that's always a good matchup. But uh, Colts have been rolling this year, uh, not really rolling, but they're 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 they've begun to found their rhythm and are probably going to win this division over the Titans. Sorry, uh, uh, Rams Cardinals. Uh, it's that, a good one that has yeah, a lot of playoff and division game. implications right there. That might be a big game to watch actually. Uh, three. The winner of that one really sets themselves up to make one of those wild card spots. Yeah, uh, either wild card or I mean, be within a shot of the Seahawks too. They're still, yeah. they're still really like five more games. Yeah, so that's okay. a big. Whoever can win that game is going to definitely set themselves up to either chase the Seahawks or take over that wild card spot. Uh, Packers, Eagles, blah. Patriots, Chargers. Uh, can we start saying are the Patriots going to Patriot? No, we can't yet. That's too soon. They were too good. <laughs> I, I, that I would just, mean they would go win a Super Bowl. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to see Dustin's face. He's just like, you're an idiot. All right. Uh, Broncos, Chiefs, that's going to be a blowout. See, this game I could see by 27 and a half. They'll uh, actually have a quarterback this week, though, I think. so. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Broncos are going to have a shot. Uh, no, no. They, just, they, they were forced to play without a quarterback last week. So. Oh, good Lord. Um, so yeah, I think the only game that we really can look at is going to be our shot bet game this week. Really? Uh, so Browns, Browns, Titans. Um, what is the spread on this one? Five and a half points in the favor of the Titans. Um, I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and take the lead on this one. Uh, since it's normally one of you two and I, uh, I kind of wait to hear opinions. Um, (laughs) man. So I, 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 I'm gonna have to. I'm I'm gonna go with the dumb pick on this one. I think the Browns cover the spread. I don't think they win the game, but I think the Titans win by 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 one or two points. There's yeah, that's gonna be kind of my prediction for this. I think that it's gonna end up closer because both teams are very run heavy and they're gonna it's gonna be very low scoring. So I don't expect it to be 
30, 30 to, to, or like, you know, 30 to 45 or anything like that. So this is going to be a low scoring game. I could definitely see the Browns covering the spread on this one, but not winning it. Uh, Dustin, who do you got for this game? I'm not putting anything on Baker. I'm yeah. going Titans. It's tractor Cito season. Brooks is disappointed because he wants to pick the Titans with me. But <laughs> give the ball to Derrick Henry. Throw the ball to AJ Brown. Go get yourself a win. Yeah. I don't know. Y'all, y'all, y'all wanted to poke fun at me for for my Washington Redskin or uh, Washington Football Team pick last week. I'm just I saying. Think anybody made fun of you on that one? I got made fun of. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Ooh. Dustin on this one. Um, the Titans, I think, are just so much better of a football team than the Bear, uh, Browns are because mm-hmm. the Browns have just been beating up, or not even beating up. They've just barely been beating a bunch of crap teams the last few weeks. Yeah. Of yeah, course, they played in, like, of course, they've been playing in crazy weather games, but I don't know. They haven't done anything that's really impressed me. I think they struggled with the Jaguars last weekend. So, Jaguars are on, like, their third-string quarterback, so... Uh, yeah. Give me the Titans, and I think the Titans are going to handle this one pretty well. I, w- I wouldn't yeah. be surprised to see that. Yeah, looking at the schedule right here, the the two teams that they faced with talent out the gates: Baltimore, thirty-eight to six, big loss, and then thirty-eight to seven against the Steelers. And then the their Colts, other, I mean, and that's the only thing they have to that, show. That's their big value yeah. win, I'd say. That's their biggest value win. Bengals with uh with Joe Burrow, but I don't say I'd put a big value to that. But no, that was more of the Bengals bad. making that a game. They yeah. actually played really good, so I would say that's bad on the Browns. That was still bad on them. And then this game, yeah, they just. Ugh. I think the Titans end up running away with this one. I just think they're a better all around football team. And you know, Tannehill's what what's so, so good about them is they got Henry they can hand it to, and then they're really good out of the play action. Because you've got to focus so much on Henry that you just forget AJ Brown's running down the field wide open. So, yeah, uh, I had a quick take on like the Browns, like these teams in the AFC North. A lot of them are really good, and those teams in the NFC West are really good. And there's one similarity: huh. they all get to play the NFC East for four games. Mm. Oh, that's so true. You have a lot of easy games on your schedule for those. Those yeah, teams. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know what to expect of this game. Honestly, I, I do expect low scoring because they are both run first, or they they've become that. So like from like about the Steelers on though, I feel like that's whenever they started doing this, where this whole run first thing before and even last season, the Browns were letting Baker try and run the offense, and they kind of took that away from him. We'll see what happens. Um, I do expect low scoring game though. I, I do expect this to be like tw- 21 to like 21 to like 18, something like that. Nah, man, Derrick Henry is going to go off for like three touchdowns, 170 <laughs> yards you, a game. You need him to, you need him to. And actually he could save that for the following week. I'm blocked into my playoff spot already. So. Oh, look at that. Brooks, big flexing over there. All right, guys. Yeah. So I think that's going to wrap up the show for us. Uh, we're going to take a, a we don't really have any other segments to really talk about this week. NBA hasn't really started. Brooks might get into that here in a little bit. Uh, college basketball has kind of taken off. There's been a couple of good games. Uh, Alabama quarterback looking really good uh, so far this season. Uh, they, I, I think we do. I, I do want to kind of look at this real quick for a second. Don't we have 
the the rankings from the committee started? Yeah, it's still too early to talk about that. They've done like two or three of them. I think it's the I second week of it. Yeah, but I was just kind of curious. It's like those, I don't care yet. People. Yeah, it, it matters a little bit more like the closer we get and who's on the bubble and stuff. But I still kind of want to see. Like, yeah, so they got Florida and A&M on the bubble. A&M on the bubble. Eh. Um, And then Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, and Ohio State. That all makes sense. Okay. Now I just kind of wanted to look at it and kind of touch base. The Alabama quarterback has been big in the talks of the Heisman, which hasn't happened for them in a couple of years. A little bit interesting, I guess. Um, okay, so review for the shot best this week. So I have the Browns to cover the sped, spread, and I'm picking Kansas to uh, to cover the spread to some degree. Um, Dustin, what were your picks again? I went Texas Tech and mm-hmm. the Tennessee Titans. There we go. And then I believe Brooks joined you with the Titans. And then, uh, do you remember what was what was his? He had uh, Kansas. He had Kansas. Did you pick Kansas as well? Okay, so he doesn't see the the big W like that. And uh, Kelsey's right there with Brooks with uh, Kansas and Tennessee. All right. So those are going to be the shot bets. We're going to have polls live for everybody. Uh, so be be on the lookout on uh, on Instagram and on Twitter for these polls. Get your votes in. And if you end up losing, you you, you got to pay up with a shot bet video. Uh, we, we were talking about it earlier today. We're getting the shirts in the working. And so, and to be in the running for that, uh, go ahead, Brooks. What do you got? I was just going to say the shirt designs are set. We should have some shirts soon mm-hmm. to give out. Uh, so look for, they're going to say, they're going to have our podcast logo. And then underneath they're going to say tailgate crasher. Um, so, <laughs> you know, you can, for our, all our listeners out there who, do something that make us uh, feel special. <laughs> you might you might get a you might get a shirt. So be I was, looking out for those. I was looking at at, at some of our our podcast uh, rankings and uh, and stats, and um, I think we have in the first eight weeks just on Spotify. So the the less popular platform for podcasting uh, has 120 plays already. Cool. So nice. not bad. Uh, we're, we're doing good. And so that's, that's, that's probably about like 30% of the total plays. Yeah. So, we're right there behind McAfee and pardon my take. I think we're going to catch up to him eventually. <laughs> uh, I couldn't, I couldn't find the ones the the stats for the, for the, uh, for the iTunes one, but we're doing good. We're growing. I think we're doing really well. We're getting people listening. So hopefully for those listening right now, if you've made it all the way to the end of the podcast, get your shot bet videos in. We, we, we've only got a couple of them, but that's how you get in the running for one of these sweet tailgate crasher shirts. Um, so that's going to wrap up the episode. Let's take it. Let's go ahead and jump to our final shots for the week. Uh, Dustin's got the fun one. I'm very jealous of this. This one, Dustin, final shot for the week, man. All right. Give me some graphics to this. I got I got to pull it up. Yeah. These amazing Miami heat city jerseys. I talked last week how the Mavericks sucked and these are Jersey porn, like oh my god, look how beautiful those are! Can we say double color rush? Basically, they're multicolored in themselves. Like oh my god, I don't even know how it looks good. Another one I want you to bring up is the Navy football uniforms that they're gonna wear. Those are fire, also. What should I type for this football? They're amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. For our viewing audience, uh, uh, viewing audience, listening audience on, only. Top, top uh, right, go back up, top right. 
This? Uh, top right? Yeah. Which one? This? No, top. The top row. Up yeah. here? Top this right, one. Guys. Oh, okay. We're, okay. we're looking at the That's top the same right. one. This is the same one on the entire top row. Okay. Is that their, is that their new one? Oh, yeah. One yeah, day ago. They're pretty sick. Oh, with like, the lightning on the helmet. Check this out, actually. This looks good. Yeah, they bigger. got some lightning with some white and gold on blue. Like, oh, man. I'm liking this. That looks sick. That's a good call out. A lot in of case, good uniforms coming out this week between the Heat and Navy football. Way in case go. in case y'all didn't know, Dustin is the first person to mention what the uniforms look like on the field. And as soon as it's color rush, he, oh, he yeah. he's gonna tweet it out. You're gonna find out real quick who who went color rush this week. Uh all right. Um Brooks, final shot. What do you got for us this week, man? Yeah, mine is going to be an NBA Christmas. Hopefully, uh, barring any COVID-related issues, the NBA released their Christmas schedule. Um, so we've got uh, that lineup for you. It's the Pelicans versus the Heat, which that's a intriguing matchup. It's the Warriors versus the Bucks. Um, it won't be your you know regular Warriors with Clay being out, but the Warriors will still be a competitive team. So that's that'll be a fun one. Got the Nets versus Celtics. Um, that'll mm, be a good one with uh, the new, KD with the new Nets. Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Mavs Lakers, you got Luca versus LeBron and Luka. Clippers nuggets. And you know, the Clippers out to avenge their collapse from the playoffs last year. So pretty good Christmas day slate. Thank you uh, for giving that to us, uh, NBA. And then they also today released the first two games to start the NBA season. So I'll throw those out there. It's the Warriors and the Nets. And the Clippers versus the Lakers. So, NBA, December 22nd, right around the corner. It'll be a very Merry Christmas indeed with the NBA being back. That sounded like you just read off an ad. That was that was, that was beautiful. I loved it. Man. It's going to be fun. I, I, I can't wait. I, I'm, I'm so excited for like this little short gap in between the NBA Finals and the NBA season. Uh, I'm very glad that they brought back the NBA in December. So that way they don't got to worry about like renegotiating the contracts and stuff for the players. Uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a good move. Uh, I'm definitely going to be excited to watch this over the Christmas break. Um, as for my own final shot, I, I, I didn't really have anything pick, picked in particular, actually. Um, I just kind of, I, I do want to give that final shout out to, to Kelsey for joining us on the show today. Uh, big thank you to him. Thank you for, uh, for, uh, being our very first guest and uh obviously again very proud of everything you got going on uh big thank you to these two guys right here with dustin and uh brooks for crushing it on the on the social media game again i'm god awful at it I, I i try to be on there as much as i can but i just i just I, I don't know i i just don't like being on my phone too much and so They've been crushing it on that front. So big thank you to you guys. Uh, you've been keeping our presence out there. every, if, if not every single day. No, I think almost every single day we've had tweets going out from the main page. Oh, yeah. We get um, stuff out every day. So big thank you to you guys, honestly. You, you, you all have been crucial to the growth of the, of the, of the uh, podcast so far. Um, other than that, I don't really have too, too much of a, a final shot, really, for myself. Um John Wall, fuck. Ugh. Okay. So, anyways, uh, no, no shot for John Wall. I can't stand that trade. Anyways, we got a first round. 
All right, guys. Uh, any any last uh, comments? Anything else for the night? Is that going to be it? I think that's it. It's all good, man. All right, guys. Take care. We'll catch y'all <laughs> next week.